Yo, 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 shalom, 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 family. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, good day. <laughs> Wherever you are listening from in the world, we welcome you guys back to the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And I'm your brother and your host for the day, Daliyahu Yashara. And we're here to read another chapter because that's what we do, family. So yeah, family, we in very capable hands. This is what we do. We read another chapter, waking up and uh, indulge, indulging in the word of Yahuwah. You know, this is something that we do, not because we have to, because but because we are, it's good for us and it's a blessing for us. It's a blessing for us all. And um, yeah, this is how we help ourselves out by Aligning ourselves with Yahuwah and becoming in tune with His Word. So, um, thank you guys for joining us, and uh, again, welcome. So today, we're continuing our reading in the book of Leviticus. Today we read in chapter 22, and uh, like it's going to be an interesting one. So I'm looking forward to getting to it and reading it, seeing what it's all about, and ultimately giving the summary, and uh, you know we review it at the end. So. Uh, Without further ado, family, let's get started. So, if you guys, I don't know if you guys are familiar or not with our method of operation, but before we just get into the chapter and start reading, we got a few um, operational measures we're going to do before we start reading. And the first thing we're going to do is give you guys a short, brief recap for those of you who may not have um, listened to the previous episode. Or you just listening in for the first time, or you not familiar with what we're reading at all, we're gonna give you guys a brief recap. After the recap, we will open up in prayer so that we just communicate with Allahim, clear our hearts, clear our minds, so that we are able to receive the word. And uh, then we will read chapter 22, which is our chapter for the day, and then a brief summary at the end. And that'll be it, family. So. All praise to Yahuwah. Let's get it started. So as far as the recap, what is important for us to know and understand is understanding that right now we're reading Leviticus. Leviticus is the third book in scripture. And um, the first two books are, they're all foundational. The first five books are the Torah, what we call the Torah of Moses, the laws, instructions for everyone that's given to Moses right and uh, the first book of the scripture and the first book of the Torah is the book of Genesis Genesis is a very important book because it gives us all the background the understanding the the context the stage is set for everything that's happening just understanding the story of creation the story of the flood the the faith and the uh, belief and trust in Elohim that Abraham had all these things are very foundational to everything else we're going to read um it's going to be hard to get to the prophets and you reading the prophets or you reading about the gospels of Mashiach and they mentioning Abraham and, and certain things that he did and certain things that's relevant and you haven't read that yet so uh Genesis is very important we have each chapter Recorded and archived on the Daily Bread podcast uh, website or on the page. So 
and encourage you guys to go back and check out the book of Genesis. It is very much a foundational text and copy. So after the book of Genesis, you have the book of Exodus, which is the last book we read, the one we finished before Leviticus. And it too is very important, very iconic. And um, I'm going to just say that the book starts out with the children of Yashraul and slavery, harsh, bitter, bondage in the land of Egypt. And we end that book, you know, free, uh, a nation. We, we start, we came into Egypt as a people, as a, as a family of people, a group of people, a family. And we left as a nation, a whole bunch of tribes and uh, over a million people. So... It's amazing, again, to see the transformation that happened when, you, when we read that book. Again, we encourage you guys to, to check it out and catch up with, with that because that is what we see, again, the man Moses raised up, um, Yahuwah, again, coming to people that's righteous, making covenants with them, agreements with them. And, uh, again, we see things like Moses bringing the, leading the children of Yashorah to the, uh, the mountain of Elohim where us receiving the Ten Commandments. You know, it's a very iconic book because things like the ten plagues happen there, and it is um a, a, a incident that Yahuwah tells us He wants us to remember it every year, and uh, at that particular season, at a point in time, we're supposed to remember what happened in Egypt. Um, obviously, the Passover or Pesach, uh, these things are very crucial to Hebrew culture. So we encourage you guys to go back, check out those episodes, those. Uh, individual chapters and just refresh yourself because they all paint the picture and, and help us understand where we are today and what we're reading now and so with that being said in the book of Leviticus if you haven't caught up um, with this chapter or the books from the first chapter um, what you should understand is what we have now is a continuation of Exodus with the Most High continuing to give us commandments continuing to show us how to operate as a people, as a nation. Um, and that's very important, right? Because we're still in the same position today, learning how to operate as a people and how to come back to our heritage and operate as a nation. And what we have in, in the book of Leviticus is the Most High specifically given commandments to Moses for his brother Aaron and his sons who are specifically selected to be the priests to administer the law to everyone else. So this is... Uh, more so the priest book and just it's telling us uh, uh, how to receive offerings, how to make offerings, again the spe specifications of the temple uh, the slaughtering place the incense altar the table of bread, the lamp the menorah, so all these things are very important and it's just our history family and if you don't understand why you should be interested in this um, I'm not doing a good enough job because this is our history. Yeah, the one that was hidden from us and stolen from us and replaced and other nations tried to take it and say it was their history. So it's a very, uh, very important history. It's a, a heirloom and uh, just something that is, it's our heritage. It's something that should be treasured and a very important family. So. I just want to give you guys that brief recap so just you know you can understand first of all that the previous episodes are already recorded they are stored and archived for your listening pleasure but also just to refresh your mind and understand like what's the significance of what we're reading and why are we reading it like why would we want to read this stuff every day but just 
over and above the power and the steam of Yahuwah, Elohim that we reverence and that we serve, um, it's very important for us to know our own history as individuals because we are bound to repeat these things. So, Carrie uh, Boo family, we encourage you guys to catch up on those previous episodes. And uh, but for today, we are ready to jump into Leviticus chapter twenty-two for today. Um, so, with that being said. And it's always so interesting and so exciting to go into the next part. After doing that recap, with that being said, the next thing or the next order of business is prayer. So prayer is one of our most powerful, effective spiritual tools. So with that being said, let us pray. And we pray according to the Hebrew custom where we stand we face the direction of Jerusalem. We lift up our hands. We open our palms and bow our heads and we pray. So, follow me. Let's go, family. Baruch Atah Yahuwah Alahinu Hamalat Ulam. Our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We come before you today pray and we ask that you give us this day our daily bread. We ask that you sustain us like only you can, Yahuwah. We also ask that you forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and against your commands as we forgive our dead lords. Please allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours, O Yahuwah, is the reign, the power, and the esteem now and forever. And, uh, Yahuwah, we come before you this day just to uh, give you praise on this theme as we wake, as we arise from our sleep and just want to uh, thank you first. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for giving us the breath of life. Thank you for activity in our limbs, um, uh, food in our homes, homes to have. Uh, we want to thank you for everything around us, Yahuwah. We want to just uh, always come before you with a heart full of uh reverence praise worship and most importantly gratitude and just thank you for everything you have provided for us and uh just again ask that you continue to guard us strengthen us guard our families guard our hearts our mind our ears our gates ask that um anything that is not like you that is not of you you block it from around us any harm anything that's harmful to us that you throw it into the abyss and never let it return again you will um just ask that you protect us from any harm, hurt, danger, illness, sickness, disease, plagues. Um, you know, we know these days are so uh, perilous, so many, so much tribulation and uh, grief is abound, sickness is, is abound, plagues, uh, the coldness of, of man's heart, you know, has the world in a dark place right now. But we ask, we, we continue to look to you continue to ask you for our strength, our guidance, our protection. So these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha, our anointed King and Priest. Allah Yahuwah, Tudah Yahuwah, Yibarakat Yahuwah, Aman. Allah Yahuwah, man. So that is great, family. That is, that's the most important part of the day right now, right there. So, um, we are, without any further ado, let's get into our chapter. So we continue in our reading again, the book of Leviticus, chapter 22, verse 1, family. Let's, let's get there. And it reads, 
And Yahuwah spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his sons, so that they abstain from the set-apart things of the people of Yasharal, which they dedicate to me, so that they do not profane my set-apart name. I am Yahuwah. Very important to note. His name is set apart. His name is set apart. And it's important. Don't profane his set apart name. Verse 3. Say to them, If any one of all your offspring throughout your generations approaches the set apart things that the people of Yeshua dedicate to Yahuwah, while he has an uncleanness, that person will be cut off from my presence. I am Yahuwah. And this is something I have explained in previous episodes and chapters. That's the reason why he's telling us the difference between clean and unclean. Because if we were to approach his temple, his presence in an unclean state, it would mean death or harm, injury for us. So that's it's important to understand that. Um, and being unclean is not necessarily a sin, but doing... Uh, obviously, once he has given his command, if you approach why you unclean, then it can be a sin. So you can't be cut off. So it's very important to understand. Um, say to them, verse three. Say to them, if anyone of all your offspring throughout all your generations approaches the set apart things that the people of Yahshua dedicate to Yahuwah, while he has an uncleanness, that person will be cut off from my presence. I am Yahuwah. Verse four. None of the offspring of Aharon who has a leprous disease or a discharge may eat of the set-apart things until he is clean. Whoever touches anything that is unclean through contact with the dead or a man who has an emission of semen and whoever touches a swarming thing by which he may be made unclean or a person from whom he may take uncleanness whatever his uncleanness may be the person who touches such a thing will be unclean until the evening and will not eat of the set apart things unless he has bathed his body in water it's very clear and all these regulations we have read previously so it's now you know continuing to add scenarios on top of the stipulations just to cover all the bases to make sure everyone involved knows not only what is unclean not only how to be clean but how not to approach in certain situations so um i hope this makes sense from verse seven when the sun goes down he will be clean mm. and afterward he may eat of the set apart things because they are his food he will not eat what dies of itself or is torn by beasts, and so make himself unclean by it. I am Yahuwah. They will therefore keep my charge, lest they bear sin for it, and die thereby when they profane it. I am Yahuwah who sanctifies them. A lay person will not eat of a set-apart thing. No foreign guest of a priest of the priest or hired worker will eat of a set-apart thing. But if a priest buys a slave as his property for money, the slave may eat of it, and anyone born in his house may eat of his food. If a priest's daughter marries a layman or a regular person, she will not eat of the contribution of the set-apart things. Okay, that makes sense. Verse 13. 
But if a priest's daughter is widowed or divorced and has no child and returns to her father's house as in her youth, she may eat of her father's food. Yet no lay person or regular person who is not a priest or of the sons of Aharon will not eat of it. Verse 14. And if anyone eats of a set-apart thing unintentionally, he will add the fifth of his value to it and give the set-apart thing to the priest. Verse 15. Very interesting. They will not profane the set-apart things of the people of Yashra, which they contribute to Yahuwah. It's very important. All these things were set apart to be contributed to Yahuwah. No regular person was to touch it or eat it, or specifically eat it. And even the priests had certain stipulations they had to follow regarding these things. So I hope it's, it's clear what's happening. Again, these laws are in regard to the nation of Yashra when we had a temple and priests operating in that very set apart temple. And uh, these are all auxiliary laws concerning these things. Verse 16. And so cause them to bear iniquity and guilt by eating their set-apart things. For I am Yahuwah who sanctifies them, or he sets us apart. Verse 17. And Yahuwah spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aharon and his sons, and to all the people of Yashra, and say to them, when any one of the house of Yashara or of the sojourners in Yashara present a burnt offering as his offering for any of their vows or free will offering that they offer to Yahuwah, if it is to be accepted for you, it will be a male without blemish of the bulls or of the sheep or the goats. Verse 20, you will not offer anything that has a blemish for it will not be acceptable for you. Okay, that's very understandable. Verse 21. And when anyone offers a sacrifice of peace offerings to Yahuwah to fulfill a vow or as a free will offering from the herd or from the flock to be accepted, it must be perfect. There will be no blemish in it. Got you. Verse 22. Animals blind or disabled or mutilated or having a discharge or an itch or scabs, you will not offer to Yahuwah or give them to Yahuwah as a full offering on the altar. This is very important. And this is it's very understandable because I can, we can all see, I think, understand how disrespectful it can be, like, right? If we would bring animals like uh, sick animals to Yahuwah or animals that were you know, disabled. It just seems disrespectful, right? I think we can all understand it. If he's asking for an animal and we give him one that's less than perfect, we can all see how that is kind of disrespectful, right? So if we, if he commanded us to respect our mothers and fathers and we commanded to respect our parents, how much more the, the, the author of all life, right? So very interesting um, commandments, but it's very understandable. Verse 23. You may present a bull or a lamb that has a part too long or too short for a free will offering. But for a vow offering, it cannot be accepted. Verse 24. Any animal that has its testicles crushed, bruised, or torn, or cut, you will not offer to Yahuwah. You will not do 
it within your land. And it's very understandable too because we know that uh, some cultures, and even today in um, you know cattle farms, they castrate some of the animals, the bulls or the male uh, bulls, the male cows or whatever we call it, big bulls. But uh, the animals get castrated. So they have, just like the scriptures say, crushed testicles or torn or cut testicles. Those animals are not fit for slaughter to you who. So it's um, just very important to understand the nuances of what he's asking. Verse 25. Neither will you offer as the bread of your Allahim any such animals gotten from a foreigner. Since there is a blemish in them, because of their mutilation, they will not be accepted for you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moses, saying, verse 27, When an ox or sheep or goat is born, it will remain seven days with its mother, and from the eighth day on, it will be accepted as a full offering to Yahuwah. But you will not kill an ox or a sheep and her young in one day. Very understandable. Verse 29, And when you sacrifice a sacrifice of thanksgiving to Yahuwah, you will sacrifice it so that you may be accepted. Hallelujah. It will be eaten on the same day. You will leave none of it until morning. I am Yahuwah. So you will keep my commandments and do them. I am Yahuwah. Verse 32. And you will not profane my set-apart name, that I may be sanctified among the people of Yasharal. I am Yahuwah who sanctifies you or sets you apart. Verse 33, who brought you out of the land of Matsurim to be your Allahim. I am Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was chapter 22 of the book of Leviticus, family. So, what shall we say then? How can I summarize it? So, to summarize it in short, I feel like that was, that chapter in particular is talking about the set apart things. How to bring offering, which animals to bring, how to come with them, and how not to come with them. So, very basically, you know, it's, it's set apart things. Um, again, some of these things may not necessarily apply to us right now, today, but it's all very relevant. And again, understand the Hebrew culture and context of the scriptures, right? So, all of these things give us an insight and a look into the day-to-day -day activities, the life of one bringing the animal and also the priest, the one who received the animal to slaughter to Yahuwah and to make atonement and sin be forgiven. So, we see, we see that is a whole process. Somebody had to take an animal, bring it, the priest has to accept it from their hand, you know, Put the, put the sin on their head, pray for, put his hand on the head, kill it, put it on the altar. All these things have to happen. The fat has to go up. And we just see the, the very long process for sin to be atoned for. So it should just make us all think twice about sin, right? Uh, just understanding the very um, intricate process to remove sin. So, you know, that's that, family. You know, I, I pray we gathered something from it. Um, I, obviously, we gave the summary and we read it, but so much more to be discerned from your perspective and, and, and your walk with Elohim about the, how this has implications and meanings in your life and in others' life. So uh, we pray that, you know, we gave you guys and uh, we all have something to dwell on and something to ponder on as we go throughout our day and just 
that's our prayer and our wish. We pray and hope that everyone has a great day. And we're looking forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. So uh, we encourage you guys, before we go, we encourage you guys to, and we ask that you follow the podcast. We ask you, we encourage you guys to engage with us in the question and answer segment. Uh, follow, up on, follow us on social media if you guys are able to, if you feel led to. We're here. And um, if you feel led to, support the ministry. That's great. You can become a patron and uh, help us keep the work of Yahuwah going and keep this ministry going. So uh, with that said, we appreciate you guys listening and we will see you guys in the next chapter. So until next time, we say Shalom, family. Shalom, Shalom.